Counting down in three, two, one. Thanks for checking out this podcast. These guys talk about whatever they want. Two dynamic guys talking about dynamic things for you, a dynamic audience. This is season two of Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. What's going on, Night Shifters? We are back. We missed you last week. I'm Chuck. And I'm John. That's John over there. How's the world's it youngest, what is it? The youngest Gen Xer. Youngest Gen Xer. There you go. That's me. Yep. If uh, Dick Clark could be the oldest teenage, America's oldest teenager, you can be America's youngest Gen Xer. All right. I can dig it. I can dig it. You're going to have to write that down. Okay. I'm gonna, I like that. That's going to be like a tagline. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I know, but we got to write like, it down. Kind of like Southside Steve. Yeah, 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 come on. What's so, going to be our ripoff of Southside Steve? Get you some. <laughs> we just talk about Journey all the time. Just talk about Journey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can, we can rip off a, a slogan, just like, get you some, you know, some stupid Southern saying yeah. something. We'll figure it out. Um, we got a lot to talk about on today's show, dude. Yeah, we're kind of compacting two shows into one since we missed y'all last week. Yep, and whose fault was that? Uh, it was a combination, I think. Mostly mine. Yeah, I, I don't want to take any of the blame for that one. But you know what? I feel like we've done really well as far as not missing shows this, this year. Yeah, we've been pretty good about it. And then we didn't have, we, you know, we're still doing the work on my house. Almost done. So. Yeah, you're confined to the basement right now, man. Yeah. Yeah, because it's loud outside. Yeah, one of these uh, one of these weeks we're gonna have another in person show. Yep, as soon as they get done, we'll be able to do that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're looking forward to it. The roof is getting. That means it's getting close to being done. Correct. Which is awesome. That makes me happy. Yeah, it makes me happy too. I'm sure. I'm sure. But it. But you know what it means. We get to have our end of the end of the year. Uh, blast our finale our season finale the party on the deck party on the deck where the two kevins are going to go down the two kevins did they even really stand a chance from the beginning i don't think they did no i the fact that they think they did the fact that they accepted the challenge was a real surprise for me i know it's um they're they're gonna go home you know it's kind of it's kind of gonna be like uh anytime Somebody plays Georgia this year. That's right. That's right. It's going to look like the Bulldogs versus the Bulldogs this weekend. Yeah, that was a that ain't even a game to talk about. Yeah, they won that game, thirty three to nothing. Georgia's number one now in the uh, polls, and Notre Dame's unranked for the first time since twenty seventeen because Marshall blew them out. Marshall didn't, didn't blow them out, but they beat them. They beat them. If Marshall beats you. You know, dude, there's something going on over there in, in Notre Dame, man. Yeah, that's awful to lose like that. Mm. But yeah. luckily, our Bulldogs pulled through with a huge win. No problem. Yeah, they they did great. Um, 
So, I mean, there was a lot of upsets this weekend in week two of college football. Yes, there was. Um, of course, we can't talk, can't forget to talk about week one because we wasn't here and how uh, Georgia kind of squashed the Ducks. Yes, sir, they did, man. I was a little worried about the Ducks. I don't know. West Coast offenses always kind of throw me off. I always get worried about them. Um, but it turned out really good for the Bulldogs, man. That poor kid, Bo Nix, on the other side, the quarterback for Oregon, you know, he used to play for Auburn, right? Yeah. Uh, that kid played a pretty good game considering the circumstances. They just didn't stand a chance, man. It was it was very lopsided. And if you had watched college game day that morning, uh, you would have thought that Georgia was coming in as 50-point underdogs. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. You know, they, they never give Georgia the credit. One thing I've been trying to figure out now, since we're number one, do we get those officials that Alabama uses all the time to come up with just – Yeah, right. No, Nick Saban is like buddy-buddy with all them guys. He probably buys them all yachts or something. Oh, okay. So, we don't – that don't come with the number one position. No, 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 no. That's Alabama only. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. Yeah, no, that's, that's Nick Saban – Making deal. I, I'm, I'm serious now. I bet they all have like Bentleys or something at home that Saban has purchased for them. They get to use his lake house. Something like that, right? They get to they get to stay at the lake house for uh, a few weeks, use his boat, whatever. Yeah. You know, he used to have one on Lake Lanier, which I always thought was kind of funny. I did not know that. Yeah. You could be riding around out there on your boat and there's Saban riding around with you and you don't cut. <laughs> Did you know Julio Jones lost like a super expensive uh, earring one time while he was jet skiing in Lake Lanier? I did not know that. Yeah, it was like a $750,000 earring. He was offering like a $10,000 reward for someone who could find it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there was some other upsets, too, in this week, two of college football. Texas A&M got beat by Appalachian State. Yes, sir. And what does that mean? That means... College game day is there next week. College game day, is it? Is that? Yeah, that's a lot. To set, a lot of A's. Um, College game day is in Appalachia. Appalachia State. You got me worried about it. Yeah, we'll just say App State, like everybody else. Yeah, does. Yeah, 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 App State. And they're playing Troy. <laughs> that's such a trash game. You know, Troy's got to be shaking in their boots right now. That is such a trashy game to put on game day, man. I'm sorry. I don't mean any offense to anybody. Maybe there's some App State fans out there, but I don't watch game day, so I don't really care. We haven't ever got an email from a fan, but watch. We'll get one now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we've gotten, like, responses when we put questions out there, but, no, never an emailed response. Never just- I hope we get our first emailed response. Yeah, by- I mean, we've got some messages and stuff. Never like pissed off like App State fan. You just don't know how good we are, man. We might go all the way this year. No, it's a garbage game. It's a garbage game. Absolutely. I don't know how it made that. Sometimes those games are the best. They can be, man. Those those teams are playing on national TV. Who knows when the next time they'll get the chance to do that is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh let's see, Kentucky beat Florida at home. And you're worried about Kentucky. I'm worried about Kentucky. Them guys didn't quit. 
you are worried about Kentucky. We know somebody who used to play for Kentucky. He's a big old boy. Yeah, he's a big old boy. But but them Kentucky boys, they didn't quit this year. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I hear you. And they uh they moved up in the rank. Yes, they did. Ninth. Yeah, well, Tennessee won and moved up as well. They yeah. won against an opponent who was ranked higher than them as well. Yeah, they're 15th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They beat number 17, right? Yeah, yeah, and that dropped them down to, to 23rd. Yeah, yeah. Or- that is crazy, man. College football is so wild sometimes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, how about Alabama almost getting beat by the Texas Longhorns? Dude, I watched. I watched. Um, I I watched a lot of that game. I listened to all of it, and um, I was pulling for Longhorns. Golly, how wild do you think Matthew McConaughey was getting? Oh, you know he was. I, you know, I don't think he was at that game. They didn't ever show him. He may have been filming or filming or something. You never know with him, dude. But. Um, yeah, and then at the end of the game, they were all uh, Alabama players were you know horns down to some of the players on the field and uh, yeah, starting to talk trash at the end of the game, trash. right? Yeah, after they'd played like trash the whole game, and then they're going to win, barely squeak out, and then start talking trash at the end of the game. And uh, Saban got on them about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I hate the term uh, that they should have lost. You know, because if you lose, you lose. If you win, you win. So I hate the term that they should have lost, but Alabama should have lost that game, right? Like, yeah, they they only won it because of the last drive, right? Well, yeah, that. And you know, did you see that with the safety? I didn't catch that part of it. No, I mean, okay. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just I I watched some of the highlights. They clearly tackled this uh, quarterback in the end zone. The daggum ref pulls out, throws a flag on it for roughing the passer. No. Yeah. The dude was on his butt before he let go of the ball. He he hit his butt and then chunked it. Oh, come on, man. And, uh, I mean, even the people on the radio were like, oh, that's clearly a safety. Boom. They called it a safety right there. And then they're like, what? There's a flag on the f- play and roughing the passer? You got to be kidding me. So, anyway – they ended up calling him down, but they didn't get the safety. And that's kind of when things started, you, you know, you start looking at it like, what the heck, man? Paying off the refs. Paying off the refs. Daggone Nick Saban. You know who needs to pay off the refs? The Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> they're, they're so awful, man. They just cannot hold a lead. You hear me? Man, I'm getting texts from you how good they're looking. I'm seeing on social media how good they're looking. I turn over there, and as soon as I turn over there, the Saints get a touchdown. I'm here to tell you, it's just in the culture. Like, I don't know. There's only two players that I can really think of that are left from the Super Bowl meltdown. Okay? There's there's Grady Jarrett, and there's Jake Matthews. Those are both linemen, and they're both pretty good linemen. Grady Jarrett especially, he's on the defensive line. But other than that, I cannot think of anybody else that's on the team still from that Super Bowl year, and they still melt down in the fourth quarter. Yep. 
The coaching staff has totally changed. Arthur Blank is still the same now. The owner is still the same. So the owner and two players. Everybody else is different. Well, maybe we maybe it's time for an owner change. I don't know if Arthur Blank will ever sell, man. He really wants a Super Bowl. And he's got all that money tied up in the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I don't think he's going anywhere for a while. Then he's going to have to change the way he thinks. Yeah, I agree. Well, we're seeing some of that right now, right? Like, okay, so when the Falcons looked good yesterday, they looked good. But it just didn't continue, you know? Right. Um, They just could not hold on to the lead. So whatever that is, whatever they've got to do, they were last. uh, Okay, so last year, overall, they were last in points scored in the fourth quarter. That's not surprising. Come on. You have got to keep your foot on their throats, man. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're giving up. Yeah, this is professional football we're talking about here. Quit playing it safe. Do what works. Like, the, uh, I mean, I could go on a whole big, long rant, <laughs> but they were, I mean, they were blitzing the quarterback and doing all that early in the game, and they were being very effective with it. Jameis Winston was totally thrown off. He wasn't making very good throws. The receivers weren't in good position. They were doing great in man coverage. And then once they get the lead, they start playing zone coverage with the cornerbacks. They're playing soft coverage. These receivers can catch, and they have a few yards to move. God forbid they break a tackle or two. They make it into a, a you know, a 20 or 25-yard gain. Like, it's so stupid, man. I don't understand the way they play so soft when they get a lead. I don't get it. It's, it's a strange phenomenon. Phenomenon? Yeah. Phenomenon. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. And I don't follow them that close, and there's a reason why. is because every time I turn over there, they're freaking blowing it. Yeah, I know. I know. It sucks, man. The dirty birds are are dead to me right now. Well, we all might be dead soon. We all might be dead soon. The, you, and and, t- and tell everybody why we might be dead soon. Well, our wonderful people at NASA have decided to intentionally crash a spacecraft into an asteroid to help save Earth. Now, <laughs> the way you phrase that no, is a little misleading. Let me read the headline word for word. I know, but the headline is is clickbait. I know, but this is the headline. So they're going to they've got this spacecraft up there. And on my birthday, September 26th, they are going to crash it into this asteroid to try to divert it to see if they can divert an asteroid. Now, tell everyone what you think is actually going on. I think that they're, they got one coming at us and they don't want to tell anybody and they're just move it. Ramrod. They got a ramrod. They got a ramrod. It's a ramrod. They're going to hit it. They're going to either knock it into the wrong way and then we're all going to die or they're not going to be able to move it. It's coming here and we're all going to die and it's over with. Boom, on my birthday, everybody dies. Oh, That's man. why they've never named a hurricane Chuck. 
Has there ever been a Charles? I don't know if there's been a Charles. I mean, a Charles, you could be scared of that. Who's going to be scared of a Hurricane Chuck? I mean. I mean, really, it's all, it's just Chuck. Yeah, you kind of got a point there. You're kind of right. Yeah. Do you have a coffee today? I've got water. Oh, man, no coffee? I drank my coffee earlier. See, I always brew an extra cup of coffee to enjoy with the show. Did you know that? Yeah. No matter what, even if I've like reached my limit of coffee, I always have one to enjoy with the show. I don't know. I should have just lied and said, yeah. Yeah, you should have. Kind of threw it off. I've got a coffee. Is there going to be like someone launching this uh, spacecraft or something like that from space? Um, I, It's going to be autonomous. I'm not. Well, it's obviously going to be unmanned. I get that. But is someone going to be like launching it from the space station or something? Uh, yeah, it's either going to be Bruce Willis or. Uh, uh, <laughs> you think they cast it? <laughs> uh, ben Affleck, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's the name. Billy Bob Thornton's probably in charge of all this. <laughs> it sounds like something he would do, right? A ramrod in space? Yeah. Now, if it's Bruce Willis, I can totally see Bruce Willis enjoying some coffee while he's in space. Yeah, definitely, definitely. How do you drink coffee in space, though? Well, some, some astronauts have figured it out, dude. Okay. Believe it or not. Um they have figured out how to actually make espresso in space. And one of the reasons why that's really impressive is espresso has to do with the aeration of the coffee as it's being pressed, as the water's being pressed through the coffee grinds, there's an aeration process that happens. And so there's no air in space. So um, they have somehow or another come up with all these contraptions to (laughs) make espresso in space. Yes. And I'm just reading about that. And where do they get the water? I don't remember. (laughs) That's a good that's a good question. Well, they filter their urine. Please tell me you're kidding. Initially, coffee in space was rele- relegated to to bargain bin piss water coffee. Literally, the water used to brew coffee in space began began its life as astronaut urine. It was then it then went through filtering process to repurpose it into drinking water, which ended up cleaner than most water here on Earth. Get out of here! They were using their piss. Yep. Oh my gosh. Do you oh oh man. Would you use your piss water? I mean, it's gone through a filtration process. Would you use your piss water? Technically, John, we're all using piss water. Okay, I hear you. Would you use your piss water? I guess if I wanted a good cup of coffee. What if it was still a terrible cup of coffee? What if it was like still cold and like an instant cup of coffee? Like you were just using this water no. mixed with like some some dry, like, you know what I mean? Instant mixed coffee. Yeah, I don't drink instant coffee. <laughs> so you would not use your piss water for instant coffee? No. But you would use it for espresso? I mean, I guess. 
Okay, so they they deem this this contraption the espresso, the ISS espresso. Yeah. So it's it's a really complicated process that they come up with to do this, but they've made it happen up there, man, in space. Shout out to those astronauts so dedicated to having their coffee in space. I love they had to make a specially designed mug. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, here looking at that right now. It's kind of kind of cool looking it's kind of a funky looking mug yeah we should try to put a picture of one up on the uh facebook page or something for our listeners man it's a really funky looking mug that they had to come up with uh for the whole process to be enjoyable because uh i don't know if i you remember i've brewed you espresso when you've been at my house and once you brew espresso like all these uh crema bubbles come up to the top yeah they kind of fizz to the top, right? Almost like a carbonated beverage, but uh, yeah. a lot less subtle than than that, and uh, a lot more subtle than that. And um, yeah, but that they had to figure out how to allow that to happen. They had to come up come up with like a gravity mug, basically. That's so weird. Yeah, dude. And they were able to do it, which they were able to pull it off and like take it with them. Like, of all the things, you know, like, you got to think that they're breaking it down to pretty much essentials, right? They're going to freaking space. Right. They're not taking all the luxury stuff in the world. Yeah, but you they, they managed to get this thing to a point where they were able to take it to space with them. If they're really in space. If they're really in space. We all know it's a hoax. Yep. We all know the moon <laughs> is projected. That's what the real... um. What do you call those things that we talk about all the time? Holograms? Hologram. That's the real hologram right there is the moon. Yeah. That's, that's the, the hologram technology we need. Yeah. You know what's funny about that whole argument? People's like, NASA's hiding the moon that it's a hologram. Okay, what about hundreds of years ago before we didn't have a NASA? Correct. Correct. And to think that every single world leader from every single world government has been in cahoots this whole time. Even like Caesar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, they haven't... How far have they traveled at that time? They haven't... They hadn't made it quite that far that at that point. What? As far as the moon... To the moon? No, no, no. Traveling the, the Earth. Caesar. Right, but they could see the moon at night. Well, that's true. That's true. That's or true. Could they? I thought you were talking about flat Earth, period. No, I'm just talking about the fact that People. The moon and the stars and the X and the Y and Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Never thought about that. Yeah. There are. Like, the ancient Egyptians talk about moon gods and all that stuff. Like, the ancient right. Greeks. All that stuff. Right. But but no, NASA projects it. Like, you're putting way too much faith in NASA. Look, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. How long have we been going to space? Since, so, 50 years? And they just now figured out how to make a cup of coffee? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Oh, unless that's part of the lost technologies, dude. That could be lost technologies. What if we had made it to space and all of the lost technology? How advanced do you think we were, Chuck? I don't know if space travel advanced, but I believe we were probably pretty advanced. Like making buildings, carving buildings, like, like you know, using technology. Using it, construction, actual construction methods, like modern-ish yeah. construction methods. Yeah. 
I think things were a lot different than what we think it is. And, and I don't think it's any conspiracy to try to cover it up. I just think it's like, if you look at it from a Noah perspective, perspective, you can't put all that, all that technology into one family and have them be able to reproduce it right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. And look at telephone. Yeah. Look at, look at the game of telephone, dude. Yeah. Like the information is going to change and look at how much can get lost to the sands of time. Yeah. Like like, just stuff, like not, you don't have to look far back. Just stuff gets lost to the sands of time. Like they threw the notes away on how to get to the moon. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That was less than 50 years ago. Isn't that wild? We don't need these anymore. We're not going back. We're not going back. Nothing to see there. Little did they know the Nazis had a base on the backside. Yep. Pink Floyd tried to tell us. Tried to tell us, man. Are you on the dark side of the moon? So we've got coffee and space. Boom. Where are we going to next, John, in this crazy list of things we got to talk about this week? Well, speaking of Nazis, <laughs> do we want to brave this topic? <laughs> Micro ween. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So brace yourselves, night shifters. We have a little bit of a wild topic for you. So... Yours truly was getting curious the other day and decided, you know, let's figure out why two thirds of Germans sit down to pee. Right. That that was something we talked about on the podcast, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I started thinking as as an average American would anything German related has to be Nazi related. Right. And Hitler related. So I decided to Google, does Hitler sit down to pee? Okay. Here's what I found. What did you find, John? (laughs) Nice timing. (laughs) (laughs) Hitler had maybe, Hitler maybe had a micro penis. Okay. And what makes us think that, or makes the writers of the article that you happen to be reading think that? Okay, we know this is wild. Hitler's um, medical records were auctioned off and some of them were released. And we know that he was receiving treatments for um, I don't I cannot recite to you the medical term for it. But basically, his pee hole was not located where it's supposed to be located. Really? His pee hole was not at the tip of his penis. His pee hole was closer to the base, down probably somewhere on the shaft of his penis. Um, The reason for that is um, lack of testosterone during development as a baby. Really? Yes. Um, That's the main cause for something of that nature, okay? Um, now there are also some other, now there are other signs. If you just want to look at Hitler as an individual that he could have possibly not had, uh, proper testosterone during development. Obviously his size and stature was small. 
Um, he was relatively frail. He couldn't grow facial hair very well. You never heard about him having a girlfriend. Like, mm. none of that. Like, he had Eva Vaughn, but... Yeah, but, I mean, come on, man. He, You didn't hear very much about it, right? Like, you would think. Yeah. So Any, Anyway, so, um, yeah, he didn't have proper testosterone. So what happens is this testosterone basically helps push your pee hole up to the tip of your penis while you're developing. And he didn't have enough testosterone, so it didn't push his pee hole up far enough. So one of the common characteristics that also go along with this, this was not in his medical records. However, one of the common characteristics with people who have this particular medical condition also have what's called a micro penis. Wow. Which is a tiny penis. Yes. Uh, yes. I, See, I got, he couldn't gather that. I got that from the word micro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heard that one before, right? You probably blame that on the Jewish people too. <laughs> probably. It's it's kind of strange, right? Yeah, it's very strange. Kind of wild, you know. Um, and that was just from googling if Hitler sat down to pee. Well, good follow up on a previous episode. Yeah. While we're while we're on the subject of following up on previous episodes, I think it was from the same one. Um, maybe not. I think you're right. But they made an arrest in the great Walmart fire of Peachtree City. Yes, they did. Praise God, they arrested somebody. Someone's going down for it. Is that what we're calling it now? The great Walmart fire of Peachtree City? The great Walmart fire. That sounds good, man. The great Walmart fire of Peachtree City. It's shaking things up in town, I tell you what. Um, I wonder if traffic's any better over there. It's way better over there. I'm here to tell you. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm experiencing firsthand how much better traffic has gotten because of the Walmart burning down. Well, I don't mean it's a good thing. Don't go twisting my words. If we get rid of Walmarts, we could stop climate change. Whoo, man. You know, <clears throat> I don't know about that. Do you think that might be what that pilot was thinking though? When they crashed into it or threatening to crash into it? I don't yes, know. exactly. So there was a pilot stole a plane last week and threatening to crash into a Walmart. Yeah, that is so crazy. Where was it again? It was somewhere in the Midwest, right? Uh, it was Mississippi, Arkansas, Missouri, somewhere in that corridor. Interesting. That is so insane. And they never said why? No, he landed that plane in a field, too. Yes, he was quickly arrested, wasn't he? Yes, quickly. Dude, when you sent me his flight path, that was the funniest thing. Wasn't it? Just purple. <laughs> you should uh, totally uh, post that screenshot if you can, by to- any chance. His flight path is the funniest thing, man. I laughed for a long time because he's just sitting there circling, circling, circling. He was circling a Walmart, right? Yeah. Yeah, like he – and if if he was able to land that plane – Chances are he would have been able to crash that plane into a Walmart, no problem. Yeah, I'm sure he changed his mind, right? Yeah. He just straight up changed his mind. It's not that, you know, it, it's not that, like, uh, he ran out of fuel or something. Yeah, it wasn't a skill thing. And no, 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 no. It was like, well, okay, I give up. Yeah, he totally could have done it if he wanted to. I think he changed his mind, which, praise God, he did, man. He didn't need to do that. Yeah. Had they evacuated the Walmart by any chance? I have not heard many details on that. I would assume 
I would assume so, right? Because it lasted for quite a while. It was circling that thing for a minute. Man. So, well. People are crazy, dude. People are crazy. But we can't, you know, we kind of started off this season of last night's coffee with a lot of celebrity deaths. We did. There, 2022 has been a rough year. But I think this is the one that takes the cake. And that would be the queen. Yes, it does. Queen is the queen is dead. Long live the king. Long live the king. So I happened upon a website that's got fifteen facts about the uh, the queen that I find interesting. Awesome. Let me hear some of them. The National Geographic Kids dot com. If anybody goes there, that's awesome, dude. See, um, let's just, I'll just read a few, few of them. She was born on April 26th. I mean, on April 21st, 1926. She has two birthdays. Why? Because her actual birthday is in April, but they celebrate it in June because the weather is, wet weather is better. Oh my gosh. Such a royalty thing to do. Right? What's the date in June that they celebrate? Is there a specific date? It's a Saturday. A Saturday in June. Yeah. That's so baller, dude. Okay, go on. Um, <laughs> her hobbies, she had many hobbies, including horse riding, pigeon racing, and football. And we're not talking about American football. We're talking about football. Right, 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 right. Pigeon racing? Pigeon racing. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, dude. Can't hide money. Okay. Uh, her favorite dogs were corgis. Corgis. Okay, that's cute. And they actually uh, created a new breed, blending a corgi and a Datsun, and called it Dorgies, which I want one. I'm not going to lie. They're pretty cool. Dogs. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> it's like if if a corgi wasn't low enough already, and yeah, add an extra section to it. Yeah, go ahead and add a dachshund <laughs> to it. Oh my gosh. Okay. What uh, else do we got about the queen? She's had 15 prime mem- prime ministers. No way. Yeah. So she started with Churchill. Churchill was prime minister when when she was she became queen. Think about that. 70 That's- years ago. That's World War II. Tonight. That's insane, Chuck. Um, She's been in power that long. Yeah. Crowned June 2nd, 1953. Officially. Wow. Let's see, what else? There was another one on here. That was, she owns an elephant. Owned an elephant, two giant turtles, and a jaguar. Also, a pair of sloths. (laughs) That's hilarious. They were all gifts from other countries, and they put them in the London Zoo. That's so funny. That's so funny. Did I tell you that that sloths move so slow because they're blind? Yes, you did tell me that. Yeah, interesting fact. Okay, go on with the queen, man. This is awesome. She was into wild animals. That's crazy. Go on. She uh, sent her first email 
in 1976. Whoa. She was way ahead of the curve. Yeah, she is. I saw some. I watched a thing Friday night. I just happened to turn over to uh, BBC News. And it was very somber. It was very different than watching American news. Mm. And uh, uh, King Charles, excuse me, had just finished addressing the nation. And then they were talking about some things. She was a, she, like they were showing a lot of videos of her. Mm -hmm. And like every time some new technology would come into play, you know, she would be ushering it. maybe like a little video like or a little commercial or a little segment on news hey we're doing this now and with this really you can do yeah she always liked to push the new thing i think so and she was also in world war ii she uh worked as a nurse some while she was i mean she was she was royalty yes and she was a nurse yeah, I'm sure she wasn't nowhere near anything dangerous. Um, that's weird, man. Yeah, that's you just don't see that often, right? Right. She made her first ever radio broadcast in October 1940 during the Second World War. So think about that. She went from talking on a radio in the 40s to emailing somebody in the 70s. Wow. Wow. And she gets fifty. She has been sent fifty thousand Christmas cards in her lifetime. Oh my gosh, what a number! Yeah, because what year she was born in twenty six? You said so. Yeah. She was ninety six. Some no, yeah, yeah. She was ninety six, something like that, roughly. She's the only person in the UK allowed to drive without a license. No, she never had a license? No. She never needed one. She's the queen. Why does she need a license? Did she drive? Yeah. Often? She learned how to drive an ambulance in World War II, so she there's pictures of her driving Land Rovers up and into the later years. <laughs> never had a driver's license. Never had a driver's license. That's so awesome, man. Yeah. So that's some of the things. Uh, the queen is the queen is dead. Queen um, is dead, man. You can say what you want. There's a lot of conspiracies about the uh, royal family, but um, I don't know. At the end of the day, she's somebody's mom and grandmother, and uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, and she's been. Uh, I mean, a figure of leadership for England for. 70 years to put it in perspective 15 u.s presidents that's insane yeah that is um man those were awesome awesome facts well done chucker well done i'd like to thank nat geo kids (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) looking for sponsorships (laughs) on this dirt is good academy link and see what that's about all right right on man uh but anyway you got a meme for me this week dude a lighter note i do have the perfect meme 
you got any memes? It'd be a whole lot cooler if you did. It's the meme of the week. I don't think there'd be more any more perfect meme. That makes me really excited and happy. What I have to send you today. All right, pulling her up right now. Texas nearly beats Alabama, covers plus 20.5, 20 and a half. Marshall beats Notre Dame outright. Absolutely massive day for Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> ah, that's so true, dude. That's what We Are Marshall is a great football movie. It's one of the best. What is your favorite football movie? Do you have like a favorite that sticks out? Um, probably Remember the Titans is my favorite. <sighs> That's a really good one. Then it would go uh, <coughs> We Are Marshall, Rudy. Ooh. That's my top three. Rudy is your top three? Yeah. Rudy rounds out your top three? Yeah, now then, then you got to go to the comedy side. Which I is thought water- you were going to have Varsity Blues in there, man. Well, well, I'm Varsity Blues and Waterboy are right Ooh, there. Good ones, good ones. Now on on like the lighthearted Rudy side of things, radio plays right in there. Radios, man. We ought to do our top top ten top ten. Uh, do our top 10 list of top 10 football movies. We should. There's plenty yeah. of them out there. Have you, you seen your Red Iron Gang before? Yeah, it's been a long time. It's a good one, man. I love The Rock. You do your list and I'll do my list. All right. We can do that. Ooh, Friday Night Lights, too. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, stop. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a lot of good football movies. This is a great meme. I love Matthew McConaughey. Uh, our meme intro is Matthew McConaughey. It ties right in. It's perfect. Thank you so much, Chuck. I love the way you wrap up the show. Yeah, that was a that was a good one. Huh? I'm pretty proud of that. Thanks, Night Shifters, for listening. Um, check out our Facebook page for hopefully all the stuff we talked about today. And uh, rate and review this podcast so we can go up and uh, more people will listen to us. Yep. See y'all next week. Later, guys. um you can put the cue ball wherever you want yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna break it right here and put our ad (laughs) (laughs) that's for sure